three-round discussion with a 20-minute time. Introducing first from a Zoom call in Columbia, South Carolina, Matthew, aka the Unbreakable Spirit, and his opponent from a Zoom call in Atlanta, Georgia, Daniel, aka the Executioner. Take it away, Matthew. Thank you, Jesse, for that wonderful introduction. Hello, everyone. This is the 92nd episode of At Odds with the Unbreakable Spirit. I'm the Executioner, Daniel Travos. Yeah, I'm the Unbreakable Spirit. Why don't we run through the topics? Topic number one. We are actually starting with the results of NXT Great American Bash. Topic number Part two of title unification stupidity. Topic number three. I hate when WWE has PLEs back to back because we have to do something like this. It's the SummerSlam prediction battle. We'll discuss the punishment when we get to it, but for now, topic number one, which is me. Yep, take it away. So, I had, I had to delete the results, so I took a screenshot so I would remember them. Now I just need to fucking find it. Oh, well. Hello, everybody, buddy, out. 92. Yeah, crazy. Oh, I found him. Oh. Okay, so the first match we predicted was Dragon Lee, Nathan Frazier, and those... Two other women versus Meta Four, which is Numdar's group. The match was okay. Like, I have to say, out of the matches on the card, honestly, this card was kind of mid. Agreed. I thought that uh, I did not watch the uh, first match, the pre show. I didn't even know that there was a pre show match. Yeah. And I, from... I believe it was this match, actually. Yeah. Which anyway, brought you up. Which brought you up a point. Yes. Uh, Dragon Lee and his comrades Team. won the match, giving me one point. The second match we predicted was the North American Championship Triple Threat. Yep. This match was good, I guess. I, I, mean, I don't really remember it. It's been a, it's been like four days. I mean, I remember I was. I thought the match was very entertaining and very back and forth. It, you weren't really sure if Dominic was going to keep his title or not. Yeah, but in the end, Dominic did retain his title, giving Yay. you a point. Yep. And the match we predicted after that was the submission match for the NXT Women's Championship between Thea Hale, which I grossly misspelled on the note, against Tiffany Stratton. The match was... Decent, but had a pretty terrible ending. Yeah. But when all was said and all was done, 
Andre Chase had to throw in the towel for Thea Hale, which is equivalent to Thea tapping out, giving Daniel two points. Yeah, which I gotta say is that for a submission match, it, it well, the rules make sense. It also doesn't really make sense in the context of a submission match. Anyway, well, throwing the towel is like you know, yeah. another way of saying giving up. Okay, anyway, moving on. Next match. The next match was the NXT Tag Team Championship match between the D'Angelo family, Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stacks Lorenzo, and Gallus being represented by Wolfgang and one of the Trophy Brothers. Yep. Matt was good. And I told him this, with him, that this match should have been a tornado tag team street fight match. Yeah. But again, when I was done, I was done. The Don finally has some gold in NXT Capiche. Yeah. That means that D'Angelo's won, and I'll get him to the point, making us tag again. <laughs> yep. Now, the this Oh, sorry, were you saying something? I was going to say, the match was alright. Yeah, it was alright. But the ending of the next match, we have to predict, pissed me And off. me. Both of us. Yeah. And I actually just noticed, I put the, uh, the choices... Wait, uh, did you... Yeah. Uh, it was Gabriel Stevenson versus Baron Corbin. Yes. Did Did you have Gabriel or did I? I did. Okay, so I put it backwards on accident. <laughs> but hey. it doesn't really fucking matter <laughs> because it ended in a no contest. Yeah. Although, I, I'm going to be honest. Well, I admit that ending is total fucking bullshit. And here's my reason why I think it's total bullshit is... You only get one debut. One. And I have well, a death. Well, Gabriel will also eventually debut on the main roster. But, okay, yeah, true. But you only get one professional wrestling debut. You only yeah, get and one. You have it in, in a no fucking contest. Because that is how you treat the second ever Olympic gold medalist signed to WWE. Yeah, have his f- debut match in in a no contest. Is Are bullshit. you kidding me? Yeah, but I will say I did like Barry Corbin's new theme song. It was yeah. kind of with the whole ship, with the whole burning ship thing. Is like, oh yeah, the the new uh, Tron and whatnot. I liked it. That was kind of describes, but. His new trunks kind of destroyed Baron Corbin's career. <laughs> Unfortunately, because he hasn't right. done anything. Well, I, no, that's not true. The only thing he has done is won the U.S. title. And other than that, he's done nothing. Yeah. Hell, at one point, Triple H was trying to get him fired. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyways, <laughs> on to the next match, which was the Weapons World match. Roxanne Perez versus Blair Davenport. Match was good. Match was very brutal, honestly. How many fucking ways does WWE have to say no disqualification? 
Yeah, seriously. But uh, the match was good. And I'm just glad, honestly, that... This is something that I felt was kind of weird, is that the first time they had a weapons wild match, Roxanne Perez didn't really bring out that aggressive side that she needed. But this rivalry, she brings that out. It's like, what yes, the Yeah, but also her family was in attendance. Oh, okay, yeah. But still, that would just... Like, I feel like also, both... she was in her home state. She didn't want to lose. Yeah, but I still... I'm just... Sorry, but I want to get this out of the way, but it's just... I think the first one with your best friend portraying you would be a lot more justification for whooping somebody's ass. Yeah. Anyway, who won the match? Uh, Roxanne did, surprisingly. Who got oh, the fall? Oh, and mentioned before this match, we were so tight since no one got the winner of the Corbin-Stevenson match correct. Yeah. But this who? broke the tie. Who won? Who got the fall? Uh, Rox- uh, I got a point. Okay, and the next match... The next match was the main event of the evening. Match, and I gotta say this here. That has got to be one of the matches of the... Because there have only been like three matches so far that have been match of the year caliber. Only three. The Cody Roman, the Bloodline... Actually, no, four. Only four. The Roman Reigns Cody Rhodes. Um, Usos versus Bloodline Civil War. Bloodline Civil War. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos. Those were the This match was goddamn. There were some. Yeah, incredible. this match went hard. I mean, I would kind of expect that with Ilya Dragunov being in the match. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. But I mean, like, okay, like, let's talk about some of the crazy shit. Is that in this match we had a Ilya Dragunov, well, we had a nothing but net counter into a power bomb. Uh-huh. We we had a uh, coast to coast get counted into a code breaker. We had a the coolest cutter. I don't even think Red Yord even done this shit. <laughs> we, you. Which was a fucking superplex mid-air counter into a fucking cutter. What mm-hmm. the fuck? Like, God, like, if both of these guys do not get pushed on the fucking main roster, I am disappointed. Well, well, apparently Ilya Dragunov is not done with Carmelo's right-hand trick because in the end, after a, I think, another nothing but net, <laughs> The, the champion is still the man calling himself him. Carmelo Hayes retains the championship, giving me a 4-2 victory, meaning the episode after next week's episode, uh-huh. you will have to do a Hulk Hogan impression for the entire episode. Oh, brother. <laughs> I see what you did there. All right, but we'll be back with topic number, number two. Ooh. Right after this. Hello, everybody. We are back with topic two with the dumb, with dumb title unification part two. 
Yeah, and AEW might be joining in unless they do, they like made CM Punk vacate the title or something. Yeah, unless they make it, unless they make the title that CM Punk has the Collision, the Collision Exclusive Championship, then, you know, then that's fine. But at the same time, if they if they do the title unification, I'm all down for it as long as the story makes sense. Yeah, I definitely agree. Because, uh, all right, now, I will say the only other time I, well, AEW, you know, um, like when they had the whole interim championship, see, that made sense. When they had the whole uh, interim championship of, uh, last year or two years or whatever long it was ago, it made sense. But um, yeah. like, like when WWE did um, the championship unification with the NXT and women's tag team titles, that made no goddamn sense. At all. Yeah, that that, that did not make any sense. Because look, the and point we've that... expressed our disdain for that choice. Yeah, but anyway, um, I think that if you are to do a chair, um, no, well, AEW hasn't really done a whole lot of. Unification matches. I do have one question about a certain title for AEW that, and this has honestly been on my mind for the longest time. Is that is, what is the point of the FTW Championship being a thing if you don't even consider that a title? Yeah, that's fair. But. I mean, what are your thoughts on, uh, you got any dumb title unification things? Um, well, like, I feel like this topic should be more about our, it's not really liking it, you know? Yeah, because, all right, here's my take, is, well, I am personally not, like, Sometimes I'm okay with like me as me as a fan of professional wrestling. I think that time unifications sometimes can be utterly fucking stupid. But at the same time, title unifications can make sense if you do it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Like Huh? You know, one title, one champion unifying the other with another company, then it makes sense. But if you're going with, like, uh, if you're just doing it on a random episode of TV for no reason, 
makes no goddamn sense. Yeah, I agree. The only and then uh, um, running the whole Sia Pong championship <laughs> thing is I am intrigued to see what they do with that belt, but if they even decide to go down that route of unification. Because if they go down that route of unification, do it where it makes sense. Have a reason. Mm-hmm. Have a plot. But if you don't do it, if you do it like a random episode of TV, then it's dumb. But then you to... you're dummy, yeah. Yeah. Anything uh, you want to add? Uh, what do you want to complain about about this dumb shit? That, just the fact that wrestling has to do this in the first place. Explain yourself. Like, the, if, I feel like if someone walks out of the company for God knows how long, they should be stripped of the championship and a new one needs to be crowned. That's fair. I can honestly agree with that, but... I mean, I get that, but unless you want to come up, unless you do like a whole plot where, um, with what they did with CM Punk back in 2011, where, um, he left the company, you crown a new WWE champion twice in the same night just to do a title unification. That made sense. Not involving the person that lost the title the same night, for the record. Yeah, that's true. But, um, that stuff was just kind of... That I can agree with. But it only, to me as a wrestling fan, I... Be honest here. I sometimes don't really enjoy when there are championships being unified. But I will say, if you're gonna do a new championship, like for example, the uh, the the, and I'm gonna get this out of the way, is that when WWE decided to unify the Raw and SmackDown tag team titles, I honestly was expecting them not for the new champions to carry around two titles. I thought that they would get some redesigned titles. And I've just carried them around instead of two titles. All right. So that's all the time we have for that topic. We'll be back with the Summer Slam prediction right after this. I, I do this segment. All right. And we are back. And we are back with another prediction battle this time for SummerSlam. If I sound different from the other segments, I found a place that does not have an echo. Yes. Anyways, the first match we're going to predict is... Well, should I run through the chart first? Yes. Okay. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar again. Yeah, uh, I'll take. Hmm. I, I got Cody for that one, so you're you're. Right. 
the beast. I'll take the beast. Yes. The second match is Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. I'll take the drip god. I'll take Finn Balor. Again, we both could... This one, we both could be wrong. Yeah, because of our money in the bank, right? Yep. Yeah. Third match. This We could also be wrong about who boxed out champion for this match. Also true, yes. Uh, and I, oh, I forgot. I'm not sure if this match is happening. Better safe than sorry. We've forgotten matches before for one of these. Trish versus Becky. Yeah, Trish. Uh, all right. I guess I'll take Becky then. So, third match, or next match. This is the one we could be wrong about because of Miss Money in the Bank. Uh, Oscar versus Bianca versus Charlotte. I got the queen, Charlotte Flair. Shocker. And I know I've been rocking with the EST, but I want to switch it up because you guys might get bored of it. Give me Oscar. All right. What's the next match? The match listed after that is the Tribal Combat. For the undisputed Universal Championship. Yeah, which is most likely going to be the main event. Most likely. Uh, you smoking, boy. Okay, it will be. Um, I, now, truth be told, I don't really exactly know where this bloodline storyline is going to go. I don't know if Solo is going to portray Roman Reigns. Wait, I have that record. Yeah, in this match, but I am going to go with the Tribal Chief. And here's my logic for this. Is, well, yes, Jey Uso is the first guy to pin Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns isn't just fighting for the tribal... Isn't just fighting for his title. Keep in mind, the tribal chief is on the line as well. Yeah, with that said, Roman has everything to lose. I don't think there's anyone more dangerous than that. Give me Roman Reigns. I I just said I choose Roman. Fuck. (laughs) Whatever, Jay pinned him at Money in the Bank. So, yeah. Again, I think Roman's going to win, but... And the reason, another reason I think Roman Reigns is going to win is if Roman Reigns held on to the championship at SummerSlam and held on to it for the rest of this month, he will be champion for four years. Yeah. All right, the next match listed is Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler in an MMA rules match. Which I have looked up is a knock, is either top out, knockout, or no, and a no disqualification, and no disqualification. They should have just made it a fight pit match. Like, come on, WWE. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, here, I'll read the rules. It says a, a 
mixed martial arts match is a professional wrestling version of a martial arts match. But understanding the MMA rules, there are no pinfall or submissions. There are no pinfalls. The way to victory is by knockout, submission, disqualification, or forfeit. So, basically, it's Endeavor flexing the fact that they own WWE. Yeah, basically. I am going to go with Shayna Baszler. Why am I not surprised? I guess I'll go the baddest woman on the planet. Choice. Yeah, fair enough. What's next? Uh, okay, the next match Ricochet versus Logan Paul. That match is gonna be with the shit that those two have done at the Royal Rumble and at Money in the Bank. This match is going to be great. Yes, it will be. Who do you got? This is going to slap, especially since it seems like they have actual beef. Yeah. Um, despite me being a fan of Ricochet, and the fact that we've got pretty much straight babyface versus straight heel, I'm going to go the Maverick. Hmm. Logan Paul. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm not go- Logan and never will be. Great. Now that, okay. Uh, well, what's next? The next match listed is for the Intercontinental Championship. Now. This is Drew McIntyre. Now, now, if 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 everyone remembers how hard Gunther and Sheamus and McIntyre was at WrestleMania this year, oh boy! But I have to mention again, we could be wrong because of the new rule added to Money in the Bank. True, but I don't think Damian Priest is going to... I mean, I don't think he's going to cash it because if Gunther... Gunther is on track to become... Gunther just recently, in fact, this is true, has just beaten Randy Savage's reign as Intercontinental Champion. See, I'm, I'm glad you, you mentioned... Because Pedro Morales, yes, champion, but that was over multiple reigns. The Honky Tonk Man holds the record for longest single Intercontinental Championship reign. Yeah, because uh, uh, that, that, that's that's what I that's what I meant is uh, he has. Because Randall Savage was Intercontinental Champion for four hundred. And 16 days. If Gunther, and this is, I have looked this up. If Gunther holds the championship until September, he will break the Honky Talk Man's record. Yeah, and for all we know, if he 
goes after that, he could potentially break Pedro Morales' eventually, even though Pedro had it over more than one time. Yeah, I'm going to go with Gonta. I'm not surprised. I almost typed in Gunther for my slot. <laughs> but I think that this is going to be one of the... I think that... And I have seen Gunther wrestle live twice. This match is going to be very hard-hitting. Yeah, now this next match... I don't know the point of it, and I just realized we ran out of slots. This is a long card, man. It took up all eight of the slots I put. Okay, what's the match? The Slim Jim Battle Royal? Yeah. The contestants that it has listed for this are LA Knight, Sheamus, Tommaso Ciampa, Shinsuke Nakamura, Chad Gable, Slash, Otis. I'm going to go with LA Knight. Yeah. I will go with uh, Sheamus. And now for uh, the punishment, which we forgot to mention before we even started this thing. The loser will have to watch Holly Berry's Catwoman. But if that leaves Max soon, since that is what we would be watching it on, the loser will watch... The 2019 movie Cats. Yes. And the next time we come to you with a prediction battle will be September 2nd for the return of Payback. Uh, is No Mercy a TV special then? No, No Mercy is a pay-per-view. Oh, it's a month? No, it's in the same month, just later. That's what I meant by later in the month. Yeah. All right, so yeah, up next is apparently Payback. And uh, I'll be at Collision when... Yeah. Summer's yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, I know. All right, roll that outro. Roll that outro, bye. Thank you for listening to Add Odds, hosted by the Unbreakable Spirit and the Executioner. Edited by the Unbreakable Spirit. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MTS underscore life underscore zero one two six. You can follow me on Instagram at DanTravis121. And you can also follow me on the Twitter at DanTheExecutioner21. And you can follow the podcast at Adults Podcast. We'll be back next week with more debates and discussions. But until then, the Executioner and the Unbreakable Spirit will still be at odds. Thank you, losers. <laughs>